Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Friday, January 31st, 2020. I'm your host, Kate Raft. Wow, it's Friday. It's not just any Friday. It's the Friday before the Super Bowl. Wow, I'm so excited. I have no idea who's playing in the Super Bowl, but I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'm definitely going to be watching the Super Bowl, and when I say Super Bowl, I do mean the Taylor Swift Netflix documentary. I hope my team wins. Okay, but seriously, I might actually watch the Shakira and Jennifer Lopez joint halftime show. That sounds that sounds pretty good. It sounds like I love a halftime show. Shakira, Shakira. Uh, today's topics... Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli are putting their $28 million house on the market. Michelle Williams and her new fiancé, Thomas Kale, are moving into a $10 million townhouse in Brooklyn Heights. Taylor Swift might have skipped the Grammys because they couldn't guarantee that she'd win. Elon Musk just released a weird EDM single. And I'm introducing a brand new segment to the show. It's called The Garner Carner. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo Giannulli are listing their $28 million Bel Air mansion as they gear up for the college admissions scandal court case coming later this year. TMZ broke the story. They're reporting that, quote, our sources say it has nothing to do with the college admissions scandal or their upcoming trial, end quote. Um, okay. I feel like personally it might have something to do. Maybe they need a... I don't know, a couple extra bucks. Maybe they need 28 million extra bucks. I mean, come on. The extensive legal costs have got to have something to do with it, right? I mean, I'm sure that their legal team has been racking up a serious amount of billable hours, but go off, I guess. TMZ's sources are justifying the real estate move, saying, quote, they're doing what they always do, following Massimo's passion for architecture. He's super talented at redoing homes, and this one's no exception. They bought the house in 2015 for $13.9 million and listed it two years later for $35 million, but took it off the market in July 2018. End quote. Well, that's crazy. They knocked the price down, I guess, from the original listing price of $35 million to $28 million. Wonder what that's about. Maybe people are worried about the halls of the house being haunted by Rick Singer or something. I have no idea. But yeah, they, uh, they're saying that they're selling the house because Massimo needs another fun house flipping project to do. Interesting that he wants to do a fun house flipping project right before he might serve serious time in prison. Actually, honestly, if that was an HGTV show, I would fully watch it. Massimo with like a house arrest anklet on and he has like 30 days to install the right amount of shiplap on his Brentwood fixer before the cops arrive to haul him off to prison. Ooh, ooh, it could be called The Big House. Damn, someone give me an overall deal at HGTV because I am on fire. Anyway, uh, apparently Lori and Massimo usually flip and sell their family homes every three to five years. So maybe the source that spoke to TMZ is right. Maybe this was always the plan. I don't know. I still have my doubts. Here are some stats on the home. It's 12,000 square feet, six bedrooms, nine baths, and 
it appears to be like right on the edge of some kind of Bel Air golf course. In my opinion, the biggest selling point of this home is that if you buy it, you get to recreate Olivia Jade's YouTube makeup tutorials. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Okay, I want to do that. Can someone please, please loan me $28.65 million dollars? I really do think I'd would I'd be amazing at recreating OJ's videos. Come on. Someone loaned me 28.65 million. I promise I'll never pay you back. Speaking of rich celebrities and real estate, Michelle Williams, the white Michelle Williams, I should say, is moving into a brand new $10 million Brooklyn townhouse with her new fiance, Thomas Kale. According to Oh No They Didn't, a trust linked to Kale paid for the townhouse, which includes roughly 3,000 square feet and a parcel of land to the rear of the house. In case you forgot, Michelle is currently pregnant with Thomas's baby, and there's been kind of a lot of chatter online about how they were both possibly still married to other people when they started hooking up. They met on the set of Fosse Verdon when he directed a few episodes. She was the star. I personally didn't realize that Thomas Kale had like this much money. He's primarily known for being a theater director, and he's directed, I, I guess, a few episodes of that cable show, Fosse Verdon. But I didn't realize like Broadway directors like just have like $10 million in the bank to just pay for townhouses. I was very perplexed by this. So I talked to my friend, friend of the pod, I should say, Molly Lambert, and she was guessing that maybe since he directed Hamilton, he has maybe a stake in the show. So maybe that's why he has so much money. I mean, Hamilton at this point is like a money printing machine. So I guess it makes sense. Anyway, congrats. Congrats to Michelle Williams and Thomas Kale on owning a $10 million townhouse. If I'm ever in Brooklyn Heights, maybe I'll stop by. Reports are surfacing today that Taylor Swift skipped out on attending the Grammy Awards because her team wanted to get an official confirmation that she was actually going to win an award. According to an insider who spoke to Page Six, quote, her team called and wanted to be assured that she would win the Grammy. And while it wasn't an explicit demand, they certainly were fishing to find out if Taylor was a winner. It was understood in the conversation that if she's not winning, she's not coming to the Grammys. End quote. A different anonymous music industry insider told Page Six, quote, it's widely known in the industry that Swift's team called to find out if she was getting a Grammy. They wouldn't tell her, so she wouldn't go. It's not uncommon for an artist to want to know. And everyone knows Taylor loves to win, win, win. End quote. Interesting. Very interesting. Call me naive, but I always thought that most of these upper echelon award shows were like real and that no one knew the winners in advance except for maybe a couple of producers who put together the winning envelopes or something. But ever since X Recording Academy CEO Deborah Dugan was ousted, she's been pretty vocal about claims that the Grammys are allegedly fixed based on which artists a small select group of people want to win and or attend and perform the award show. According to a Fast Company article on this topic, quote, 
In Dugan's claims against the Recording Academy, she mentioned secret committees and board members who push certain artists they have relationships with, calling out a practice that, if true, would be a flagrant example of corruption, end quote. Oh, well, this is really interesting. I wonder if Taylor Swift's team was like kind of doing like a veiled threat, like, come on, make her win so that she'll come or something. I don't know if that's exactly how it used to work. Obviously, it's not working that way anymore. Taylor's camp did respond to these claims and they're denying any of it happened. They gave a weird statement that quoted Taylor Swift's song, You Need to Calm Down, saying, quote, I am on the record. These statements by anonymous, unidentified sources are absolutely 100% false and laughable. She just didn't go to the Grammys. You guys need to calm down, end quote. It's very funny that her team is telling Page Six to calm down. Like, babe, Page Six is never going to calm down. Page Six is the least calm place in the world. Just, just a heads up. something that's just like getting in the way of you being happy and achieving your goals. I know personally that I took way too long to start going to therapy and once I did I was like oh what a relief. I'm so happy this is a part of my life now. That's why I'm so happy that BetterHelp exists. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. You can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash celeb. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We've got a special offer for our Celeb News Ride Home listeners. You're going to get 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash celeb. Okay, my whole life, everyone was always like, okay, like you need to like be healthy and to like get into vitamins. And I was like, I don't need vitamins. I am fine the way I am. And I was like a rebel against vitamins. And now I'm a vitamin person, everyone. I'm a full convert. My body is happy now that I'm a vitamin person. And thank God for this company that I use for my vitamins. They're called Ritual. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good to your body. Taking my two little Ritual vitamins every morning is like, a new part of my routine oh my god i just realized why they call it ritual because it's it's my ritual like it's a part of my sacred morning ritual and i love doing it i love ritual because they're traceable and transparent if you're an obsessive label reader all of rituals vegan friendly sugar-free non-gmo gluten-free and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see i'm talking transparency baby better health doesn't happen overnight and right now ritual is offering my listeners 10 percent 
off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support an awesome foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash celeb to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash celeb. In other music news, um, Elon Musk has a song out. What a weird world we live in where Elon Musk, an oddball tech CEO guy, is releasing an actual EDM track called Don't Doubt Your Vibe. Stereo Gum summed up the new track pretty aptly when they wrote, quote, Don't Doubt Your Vibe definitely sounds like a song that a 48-year-old billionaire might make if he was dating Grimes. On Twitter, Musk has shared some truly ghastly photos of himself in the studio and claimed that he wrote the lyrics and performed the vocals himself. Those lyrics are, don't doubt your vibe because it's true. Don't doubt your vibe because it's you. He wrote that himself. The cover art is a Tesla Cybertruck orbiting Mars. End quote. Elon Musk, whose pregnant girlfriend Grimes is a pop star, released the track and promoted it using a meme from the movie Joker. I'm not kidding. That's that's his promo strategy for this song. He also changed his Twitter username to EDM. The D is in quotes, I'm guessing, because his initials are EM. Here's a little snippet, because why not? I wholeheartedly agree with Stereo Gum's commentary on the whole thing. They wrote, quote, We as a culture have made the terrible decision to deify ruthless capitalist weirdo businessmen, and we get what we deserve. End quote. Yeah, I mean, I agree. This is the world that we've built. We created this. A weird electric car CEO guy has created an EDM track. And guess what? It's not even the weirdest thing to happen in 2020. we're going to end this week of shows with a brand new segment that I'm so excited to announce to you all. It's called the Garner Carner. You may be asking yourself, what's the Garner Carner? Well, the Garner Carner is the sweet, warm, fuzzy little corner of this show where we talk about all the wholesome news in Jennifer Garner's life. Jennifer Garner is, of course, one of the most wholesome celebs in Hollywood, whether it's making her own cooking show where she bakes bagels from scratch in her Pacific Palisades kitchen or when she's volunteering at her local church with her hungover ex-husband, Jennifer Garner is a safe little corner, or should I say carner, of the celeb news cycle. And I love it. I celebrate it. Jennifer Garner, you are one of my favorite celebrities because you just make me feel safe. Jennifer Garner is a safe place, everyone. So in today's Garner Carner, we're going to talk about the latest Jennifer Garner news, which of course revolves around her one-year anniversary with boyfriend John Miller. Just in case you didn't know, she is dating this guy, John Miller. He's very handsome, but very boring looking, and he's a rich tech CEO guy. And they seem happy together. They both have kids from different marriages. It's been a very wholesome, of course, wholesome relationship so far. According to Us Weekly, a source told them John wants to propose to Jen, saying he, quote, very much wants to marry her, end quote. So why isn't he rushing her down the aisle? Well, according to the source, quote, he knows she can't be rushed, end quote. He knows she can't be rushed, guys. He knows she can't be rushed. I love this news. This is like even her 
leaks to the press are so polite and just like nice like I, lo- I love it I think it's great she can't be rushed okay he knows that she can't be rushed they're not rushing okay she, he's not gonna rush her Jen I love you you're a woman who can't be rushed bravo let's end out the show today with three cheers for Jennifer Garner a woman who can't be rushed All right, everybody, that's it for today's show. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope everyone has fun watching the Super Bowl or watching any other kind of bowl. If you just want to pull out some bowls from your kitchen cabinet and just stare at them, I I support that. And I, in fact, I think that's super. I think that's super. I hope Shakira has a good weekend. I hope JLo has a good weekend. I hope Rob Kardashian has a good weekend. Hey, he's apparently allegedly dating uh, love and hip hop star Tommy. So good for Rob. I hope Megan and Harry have a good weekend. I hope they're laughing it up in Vancouver. I hope Gwyneth Paltrow has a good weekend. I don't know if she, I, I imagine she's not watching the Super Bowl, but maybe like I could see her having like a chic, like, you know, sit down on the big couch and watch the Super Bowl kind of as an ironic like lol with Brad Falchuk or something. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you all have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I've been your host, Kate Raft. You can follow me at Kate Raft on everything. Hey, go ahead and follow the show. We're at Celeb Ride Home on Instagram and Twitter. And I am posting visual aids of the things I talk about on the show to our Instagram stories every day. And I'm also posting a collage on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, I do it for you because I care. Celebrity news is sometimes visual. So I'm, I'm here to provide two of the main senses for you that's uh, sight and hearing i guess okay thanks to ride home media and my co-producer and engineer jack allison leave us a review on apple podcasts if you like the pod if you don't like the pod why are you here what what, what? anyway that's all have a great weekend i love you bye